The Ear, Evangelical and Reformed, Christian Podcast. Welcome to The Ear, the Evangelical and Reformed, a Christian podcast that urges you to think deeper and draws you closer to God through faith. Through powerful sermons, teaching segments, and discussions, The Ear hopes to give you a different perspective on secular topics from a Christian worldview. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Please welcome your host, Brandon Queen. Good morning, podcast world, and welcome back to another episode of The Ear. Welcome back to the recap of the Faith series, and I have the pals with me. The pals. Hey, how you doing? Th- that was not your line. That was- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the pals. <laughs> the Presbyterian, the Assembly of God, and the loser. I mean, Lutheran. Here we go again. <laughs> It never gets old. <laughs> oh, you're same old, same old. <laughs> All right. So, um, excuse me. You're excused. Have a nice day. <laughs> that dude. Drinking <laughs> like a horse over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your trough for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get let's get serious. Let's get serious. All right. Um. <laughs> this is not the the nun. Or what was that? That's a good movie, yeah. actually. Yeah. That was the nun. Yeah, it was the nun. No. <laughs> um. All, right. All, right, all right. All right. Let's get on. So we are doing a recap on the Faith series. We had our last episode posted uh, last Friday, and that was done with uh, Luke Dufault. And he gave us his testimony on uh, his brain tumor and how his faith has uh, seen him through it. Uh, so what I want to do is, since we haven't done the pals in quite some time, I'm like gonna forever, uh, more like forty years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let my uh, my co-hosts introduce themselves. I'm gonna start with me. Hi, I'm Brandon. Hola, como es? Oh, you want to go first or me? No, it should be it should it's it should pals. go in the L. Yeah, the yes. P, the A, the L. Yeah, the pals. All right, so the P went. Now the A go. <laughs> hey, go. Hello, my name is Tim. Uh, how Here you we doing? go with the arms. <laughs> Don't even start. Timothy. Present. <laughs> but yeah, my name's Tim. How are you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Can't complain. That's, what about funny. The That's L? probably how windy really is. I'm the L of the pals. Uh, the L for Lutheran, not losers. On like the uh, the P for... Never mind. But anyways, I'm... Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to probably delete that part. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll turn on the other cheek. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, but no, I'm the elder Lutheran. My name is Robert. Uh, me and the other two have been friends for a while. Me and Brandon probably the longest. And Tim, what, two years now? Yeah, two years. Yeah, about two years. We've all been friends. And we decided to make this little group called The Pals. And the S stands for The Saved. Which is all of us. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise alert. Hallelujah. You just came up with that? I did, actually. I yeah. did. But what, what, what is our motto, though? Three denominations, one faith. Praise be Hallelujah. the Almighty. Ah. All right. All right. All right. Let's, let's, get, let's get serious. Let's get serious now. Let's get serious. Ain't no Catholic. Let me drink so. out of my trough real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I apologize, guys. We we haven't done this in a while, so we're being a little cray cray over here. 
All right. So our first, the first episode that I did was faith and fitness, and you're, you're probably wondering why we did it on faith and fitness. Um, and it looks like uh, Robert didn't prepare for that one, but uh, anyway, I think Tim did. I didn't prepare so, either. Oh, you people are horrible. That is why Presbyterians are so much more educated. You want to know why I didn't really look into that one? I stopped at episode four. I got that far. I was trying to get to three, two, and one. But when it got to the fitness, I looked at it. I was like, I haven't been to a gym in so long. (laughs) (laughs) So I apologize. I am not in fit. I am out of fit. I am a size, though. I'm round. I actually listened to the faith and fitness. What was your take on it? Um, My take on it was how to get better and uh shoot i lost my word um how to like plan a diet right so yeah that's that's it (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of editing oh i don't think i'm gonna edit this i'm gonna leave it as is (laughs) this is this is awesome plus people haven't heard from us in a while they need some little comedy right so th- the whole idea behind faith and fitness was to talk about how um, our mental faith, physical faith, and our spiritual faith can all work together and coincide with one another. Excuse well, me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Ryan Ogeron is the owner of Lifted Nutrition and Fitness Gym. Uh, he is a, a registered dietitian. He also works for uh, the state of Louisiana at the Lafouche Parish Behavioral Health uh, Facility, where he helps people with dieting. So, um, yeah, Tim, y- you you were on track with, you know. Yeah, dieting. Yeah. yeah. Good job, buddy. Yeah, thanks. And also mental health. That's well, you know, since you actually work in uh, the field of mm. paramedic stuff, you, you know all about the mm. mental health side, or yeah. at least enough mm. about yeah. it. Uh, so let me ask you a question since we're on faith and fitness. Go ahead. Um, do you think you're mentally fit to handle some of the calls you get as an EMT? Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. That's a good question. Can you say that again? Do you think you are mi- – actually, I'm going to rephrase the question. Yeah, like rephrase it. Do you think your faith has you mentally fit to handle some of the cases or complaints you get as an EMT? I believe so, yeah. How so? So faith and going into like the medical field and you either share your gospel or you just keep it. Your gospel? You share the gospel. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> you share the gospel or you just keep it to yourself. And, you know, it's the kind of field where um, you really can't talk about your faith because, you know, people aren't open enough about it. So um, <clears throat> having my faith and knowing if I come up to a wrong, like, you know, wreck or um, a suicide or stuff like that, uh, having my faith and knowing how to cope with that and going to the Lord in prayer. And that's, uh, that's is that your question? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty good, actually. Okay. Um, so, Robert, you're a firefighter. Yes, sir. How does your faith help you uh, physically get through, I guess, somebody losing a house or maybe someone getting burned up in the fire? Uh, 
Oh, that's that's a very tough one due to the fact that <coughs> even good old Timothy here, he's a firefighter too. He's experienced some of these also. Yeah. <coughs> I've had a few that I've uh, I had a lady, <laughs> her uh, house, it burned, it, it caught on fire, and uh, she lost two of her dogs, you know, and everybody yeah. knows that a dog is man's best friend. And we get pretty close to those animals, no joke. Like when I lost Riley, it was devastating. You were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, both of you guys were yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I was living with you guys. And when I lost Riley, it was devastating. He was like my best friend. And <clears throat> so when this lady lost both her dogs due to a, a fire, it, it was it was devastating. And, you know, we coped with her. We, we uh, cooed her. We made her feel good. Uh, we told her that just because, you know, the animal's gone doesn't mean it's, you know, the end of the world. But in her mind, you know, it's her best friend that she just lost. And as a firefighter, you got to sit there and let them know it was an accident. You know, the fire did take them, um, but just think they're in a better place. Now, as us Christians know, do animals go to heaven? No. No, they don't have souls. But we still give them that faith that their animal went somewhere because we have to let them at least feel good about themselves. Because if we sit there and tell them that, oh, your animal's just gone, that's it, you know, people will lose their mind over that. And so after all that, the, when you get home and you see your own animal, you think, man, that could have been my dog. And in your faith, I guess with God has got to be pretty strong, especially when it comes to the side of your personal beliefs towards animals, towards anything is that without that faith, <coughs> you can be tarnished pretty quick. You can lose it pretty fast. And faith is like what I like to call the, uh, the invisible bridge. You got to walk it to actually experience it. If not, you'll never experience it. Right. And that's the whole point of this season is, um, I got some flack when I first started it mm-hmm. because somebody said, well, you should start off with the systematic uh, meaning of faith. And although this person is right, I don't want to get caught up in the theology behind faith. And I'm not saying that that's not needed or necessary, but I'm trying to put faith on a practical level. It's something we practice every single day. So if we can't like, and that's the whole point of faith and fitness. If we want to be fit, we have to go to the gym on a regular basis. If we want our faith to stick, we have to constantly be in our word. We have to constantly be, you know, be in fellowship with one another that believe, you know, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, so forth and so on. So, you know, the faith and fitness doesn't just start with iron and going to the gym. It's actually, you know, mentally being fit, uh, fit by staying in the word and staying around those who also believe in God. So, now... <clears throat> How far did you get, Robert? I got up to episode four, actually, sir, to uh, faith through loss. Okay, well, let, let's transition. We're gonna we're gonna be all over the place. So okay, that's cool with me. That's cool yeah. with me. Even if we get to ones I didn't, I'll still try and pitch my two cents in. Yeah, yeah, I got notes on them, so you know. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> so faith, faith and loss. Um, that one is, excuse me. Um, obviously, could be done in so many different ways. It could be death. It could be loss of a job. It could be. Um, you know, loss or decline in health, you know, yep. something like that. And uh, most of us know all too well about loss of job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You too? Yeah. Five dollars. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Amen. So let's talk about faith and loss. Is that the one with... um? You want me to kick it? I'll kick it first. Yeah, go ahead. All right. The faith and loss was a season. Wow. Season. <laughs> I put season and seven together, made season. That's a new thing. <laughs> season seven, episode four, it was with Bart and Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about uh, loss of people from death, actually. I think that was the whole thing was about. And a few things I got on notes on my personal was when you, we lose someone, <clears throat> especially people, we give up 
and we get angry with God. It's the main thing. I hate to say it. It's very true. Like when my dad passed away last year, I was pretty upset. You know, my, it was my dad. He was my buddy. He was my best friend, you know. And when he passed, I was like, why? Why, God? Why do you have to take him? But then, uh, again, as Christians, this is what I have in my notes. As Christians, we have faith that they are in heaven and that they re- and we should rejoice that they're with the Almighty because they're no longer suffering. They're no longer in pain. Like my dad, he was diabetic. He had uh, lost a leg, had constant uh, severe pain. He was also dialysis. He also had, uh, I think, sclerosis of the liver and one other thing. I think it was uh, staph infection on his good leg, which was starting to go too. So he was in constant pain all the time. And so, yeah, yeah. When, he, when he passed, I was heartbroken. But then I thought about it, you know. He's no longer in pain, you know. He, he's in a better place, and, and again, truly in a better place. Oh yes, guaranteed. <clears throat> uh, and through faith, uh, for through our faith through loss, is that we have faith that when we do lose certain things, it does get better. Um, for instance, people lose jobs. I lost a job. You know, other people have lost jobs recently. You still have your faith that something God has in store for you, something better in life. Definitely. That whatever you had at that moment in time, that was not what He wanted for you. Yeah. So you keep that faith strong. <clears throat> uh, again, with the loss, you have faith that they're in a better place. So that's my two cents on it. What about you, Tim? I was actually uh, recording with you whenever you did this uh, episode. And faith through loss um, really touched me because I lost my mom whenever I was 11. And then last year I lost my really best friend. And going through those, uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) You better have faith to get it back. (laughs) (laughs) So I I could also touch on that, too. You know, my grandmother was uh, the apple of my eye, in a sense. And when I lost her, well, let me not say I lost her because I didn't lose her. Um, When she passed... I remember this like it was yesterday. I was on the road as a patrol deputy with Lafouche. Oh, you told me the um, story, yeah. At the time when I worked there. Uh, I got the phone call, and I'm trying to leave work, you know, knowing that by the time I get there, she's already gone. She's not there. Um, <laughs> no, she's just hanging outside. She's, she's waiting to come in. Yeah, just waiting on me to get there, you know. Um, <laughs> Brandon's here. All right, I can go. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway, <laughs> you no. add that. You have got to add that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. So Bruh. you know, I got flack for. Um, is that really a clipboard? Yes. Okay. Yes, Brandon. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All right. So when I got to the hospital, um, as weird as this going to sound, I was actually at peace. And the reason I was at peace was because. Um, let's be honest I knew my grandmother had her faith and her faith was strong so I knew where she went mm-hmm. I knew where she was going but it still hurt because that was the lady I confided in that was the lady that knew me in and out she knew when I, uh, I suffered she knew when I went through things uh, she could sense it almost and it's like you know sometimes I would tell her stop worrying but her being who she is that there was no such thing as not worrying but I want to share uh, Psalm 23 Um, And and I'm going to break it up in in such a way where you're going to understand where I'm going with it. It says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Okay, green pastures. Why they got to be green? What's the significance behind green pastures? Because Because the grass is green. Really, Tim? No, (laughs) it's a peaceful place. You feel at peace. You feel at peace. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's I look at it as 
promises. You know that could have been purple. It could have been purple. Yeah, could have been hazy purple, blue. <laughs> but but no, seriously, that green pastures that's full of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then it goes on to say that he leads besides he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I'm gonna stop there. Okay, and I'll say this. In this life, death is our biggest enemy. That's our shadow. Okay. But in the next life, death is our victory. Okay. And you're probably wondering, how in the world can you say death is our victory? Well, what does the New Testament say about life and death? We transition from this life to to the the next next life to be with him. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on and says that I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Okay, so when you take a look at the the rod and staff, if you will, think of a shepherd's, uh, I guess, crook or hook. Is it crook? Hook? I think it's called crook. Okay, so th- think about that that one sheep that goes astray or leaves the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that leaves the fold and the shepherd can then take his crook get over here <laughs> pull him back in <laughs> i need to add some mortal combat um get over here so you know we always say oh i'm sorry for your loss mm-hmm. but is it truly a loss no technically no right so Te- okay let me phrase it it's our loss on earth but god's gain in heaven mm-hmm but then that means you're saying that it's not God's gain, even though if you're living on this earth. It mm-hmm. is his gain because we lose them on the earth, physical. We lose our physical form on earth, but he gains them in heaven as a spirit. But God has the whole world in the palm of his hands. You're right. There's this debate. No, no, no. This, <laughs> this is serious. This is serious. Um, because, look, people make so, such cliche comments around death. It irks me. What are these cliche comments? Yeah. Like, like one of them is, oh, you know. Uh, like, let's say Robert just killed over and died. Oh, he gained his wings. No, he didn't. <laughs> I wish I did, though. <laughs> That'd be cool to have wings, but we'll never get those. Yeah, and, and, and you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. You know, we are God's highest creatures, our mm-hmm. highest, you know, uh, created things. We're going to judge angels, for goodness sake. All right, so. Michael, tis, tis, tis. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel, tis, tis, tis. <laughs> no, okay. uh, not if God's using them to protect you, you're not going to do that. But anyway, um, but yeah, so when you take a look at death, you know, like I said, in this life, death is our biggest enemy. It's something that we cannot um, understand uh, as humans. However, later on, we understand it. That's right. You know? I ain't going to lie because death, it's, it's scary. I ain't going to lie. It's a very scary thing. It's one of those things I do... <laughs> Ah, you know, I'll confess, I ain't scared. That I'll sometimes lay in bed and sit there and think, is it going to hurt? Like, what's going to happen when I die? Is it, like, really going to hurt? What am I going to be doing? What's the other side going to be like? Am I going to see a white light, a tunnel? What's it going to be? We'll never know. I have the same thoughts, to be honest. I think a lot of humans do. It's very common for us. Especially, like, in the medical field. Like, you know, I just want to know how I'm going to go. Yeah. Am I going to go out with a heart attack or a wreck? Shoot. You can go, you can go out just walking to use the restroom. Slip yeah. your trip, fall, and break your neck. 
It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you looking at Revelation. Well, I'm looking at how it's going to look. You know, I mean, it's going to be glory. Yes, we know that. But but think about it like this: if we're going to go, we don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know why. Well, we do know why. Um, you won't know why. Well, you will when you get there, but you won't know at that moment in time. Right. So, why think about it? Everybody has to die. We're born to die. I know. I know. You know, we're not going to live forever on this earth. So why even think about it? Like some of us are already a third of the way there, past our thirties. I know, but God can call you today or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. He can call you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> Just hear the mic drop. So, <laughs> where'd he go? Oh Lord! <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. So, my, my question though is, what is your reaction to when you hear bad news? You know, mm. around death. Oh. That's a question for both of y'all. You want me to kick it or you kick it? Yeah, you kick it. Nah, I'm going to kick it. All right. I'm going to kick it real good. Here we go. So, Mic drop. <laughs> anyways, uh, no, when I when I get news about uh, death, especially, I guess, I know as a Christian we're supposed to pray um, uh, not for the person who's deceased because you can't really pray for their salvation. It's too late. They're gone. But what you can do is pray for that family to hopefully cope through it and God to give them a lending hand to actually, you know, understand that they're in a better place now when it comes to other people dying from friends perspectives uh i, I tell them you know i'm sorry for your loss you know if you need anything i'm there i'll pray for you when it comes to my personal side though i do get upset and i i kind of i can't say curse the world but i do get mad because that person is gone from my life forever you know and that's when again the, the concept of what i said that you help those other people hopefully someone will do the favor right back for you yeah one go of the, ahead hold on tim but one of the things that i also look at um we say that we we help those cope with death in yes. a sense. Yeah, um, nobody ever really recovers from losing a loved one. No, it's true. You know, we know this. Right. Um, but one of the things that I tell people, especially when I was a cop, that dealt with, like if I showed up on scene and somebody was 10-7 or dispatched or whatever you want to. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, even the computer shut down. DOA. Um, I, I told this one family, the one thing that I can tell you is you relied on this person that's deceased now you can actually put all of your faith and all of your trust in the lord Mm -hmm. because he's the one that gave you this person he's the one that's taking this person home you can either be mad or you can rejoice in the life you had with him and in that god will be glorified if you rejoice in the life that you had with that person god will be glorified then you'll start to see the comfort that god is giving you you'll also see um other people around you start acknowledging or start noticing, oh, wait, they're coping with it. I'm going to keep praying for them so that I can go further with it. Amen. You know, and, and that's one of the things that, look, as Christians, we all struggle with it. Nobody wants to cope with losing a loved one. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, soon yeah. and very soon. We all are going to see the we king. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Tim. What was the question again? So moving on. um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Thank you for coming to the pals. No, I'm I'm kidding. It's going to be just the the pulls. (laughs) I'm joking, joking, buddy. The PLs. So I I do want to move on, though, from from that. um, Okay. Because, you know, loss is so daunting. Um, Plus, we could talk for hours on that. Yeah, we we can. You know, all of us have lost. I I would like to say something, though. But, like, if you're going through a loss... There's like 
stages of grief, right? So you could be praying for the person in their time of need or their grief, but we could just pray for them, right? They're going to have to take their own time with a grief and the find their coping mechanism on how to move on from losing that person. And hopefully it's, you know, not nothing that's mentally detrimental or, you know, right. But well, that's a good hop, point. I can, yeah. I can hop on that bandwagon. That, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. Now, um, to go, now to we s- can move on, go to something a little bit more, you know, <laughs> lightning. Um, we're going to talk about <laughs> political madness. Ooh, <laughs> that could be for hours. And we, I had two episodes, uh, based on political, whatchamacallits is what I'm going to call it for now. I don't do politics. Um, yeah, well, it is today. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. I'm not saying his last name. Negron. <laughs> I can't pronounce <laughs> it, sir, and I apologize. Luke Negron. Yep. Season seven, episode eight. What was your take on that episode, Robert? Uh, actually, I got a very small note, actually, surprised, because I'm very close to political. As you know, mm-hmm. I'll call you all the time. Did you see what Joe Biden did or what this person did or what this person did or what Trump did? I always call you, do I not? Yep. And you're like, what did they do? But anyways, um, no. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I noticed uh, one of the main segments, segments during that uh, podcast, actually, they talked about CRT, critical race theory. And don't get mm. me started on that. Mm. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Uh, but how I have a take on it, this is my own personal note. This isn't 100% the, the word. This isn't 100% my uh, research. This is my own personal philosophy and thoughts on it. Okay. CRT is another way. Sorry. Apologize. I get, I get CRT just irks me. CRT is another way that Satan himself has created to divide us as Christians. I believe that 100% that... They always say that the trickster, he's, he's the one that, you know, makes you believe certain things. He makes you uh, f- uh, think things are there that aren't there. The, 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 how should I put it? The devil is, well, let's not call him the devil. Satan uh, likes to make people believe certain things is true when it's not. And he leads us astray. As we all know that Christ even said the path to righteousness is going to be hard and, you know, uh, rocky. But the path to salvation is, you know, going to be easier. So with the devil interfering all the time, especially when it comes to CRT, I believe that he's putting that into our society to try and divide us as Christians to get us away from our true followings and beliefs and our faith in God. Because as God, as revelation seven, nine teaches us, we're all the same. CRT should not matter. It shouldn't say, Oh, because you're black, you're definitely have a lesser chance of going to college. No, because I'm white. I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, that's listening on this podcast. My credit score is crap and I'm white. I hate to say it. It is. Uh, I can't even get a loan. I'm living in an apartment. I'd love to get a house. Brandon here, the host, that he has a house. I don't. And they, uh, if we go off a of CRT, technically I should be in the house. He should be in the apartment. Am I right or wrong? You're right. You are right. But it's the opposite. So I don't. I don't want to hear this BS about CRT ever again. He means bologna uh, sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Round steak. Bagalona. <laughs> but anyways, the CRT is strictly junk it's not true someone that just decided let's put this together and see if it sells and people believe it and guess what that person's making and, money and that's the thing so when you take a look at i'm sorry my no no no, no it's it's a good point when <sighs> you when you take a look at faith and politics you got some people that'll say well you got these faith leaders that are manipulating people to believe in this because they're white conservatives <laughs> then you have the white liberals saying no black people are oppressed they can't do certain things because blah, blah, blah. Lies. All right. So 
I'm a black Christian and the statement I'm about to make is going to basically put a nail in the coffin for CRT. Every person in this on this earth and in this house right now is made in the Imago Dei. That is the image, image of, of the living God. Yep. Okay. Um, there, I watched this sermon, well, sermon clip, if you will. Can you say that word again in Latin? Imago Dei. Imago Dei. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. The That's image Latin? of the living God. Huh? That's Latin? See. Si. Yes. See. Yes. <laughs> Spanish? <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, mixing two languages now. But, um, hablo español, señor. But we're, Gloria made, dos. We're, we're made in the image of the living God. And basically what that says is. That should blow your people's minds right there. But go ahead. I'm gonna take Robert, the weird one, for example, the Lutheran. All right, you have why me, loser? But but no, seriously, on a serious note, you are who you are, and you're held together, and all of your fibers held together by, by the word and glue, yeah. by, no. by the word <laughs> of God. So you have a little bit of God in you, and you have a little bit of you in you, if you will. Okay, we know that's scary, very scary, because you are Lutheran. Um, but no. <laughs> we are all made for a purpose. We are all made by something higher than us. Some people might say we came here through science. You know, your oh ancestors Lord. are fish. Yeah. You know. I start from my blub on the ground. Get out of here with that. The but, Big Bang. Boom. Yeah, okay. Flat earthers. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go there either, gentlemen. Let's not go. Please do so not. We're, no. we're, we're not going to talk about the flat earth. Can we talk about I can, I can hear. I can hear Brandon. That's going to be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On to next episode. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not going to be a podcast. But what I'm getting at is people will take politics and try to skew the faith of those who hold to a Christian teaching. Or twist it. That's true. And they'll take that political truth if you will air quotes and they'll say white privilege exists okay you know they'll say blacks are oppressed they'll say uh you know blacks today have it harder than blacks from the past you know i've, I, I've even heard that statement before i mean whites are suppressed too um are you sure about that because according to crt we're not That's you're what not they say yeah. you know uh, like me as a black man i'm supposed to make you tim as a white man feel horrible you're going to know what you did to my ancestors, and I'm going to put it in your face. What does that do to the gospel? That's not preaching yeah, that's, or teaching yeah, the gospel. No. Right. So Christ told us to love one another. Exactly. So if you, claim, Boom, mic drop. if you claim to be Christian as a white man, right. and I claim to be Christian as a black man, should we not be worshiping God together? Should be in fellowship. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Why is, there, why is Sunday the most segregated? Because I just said it. It, it was divided. The CRT is what's dividing us. But that's not the only thing dividing us. No, there's a lot of other things, but the state... The, okay, this episode, though, was basically about uh, political madness. Mm -hmm. And CRT was one of the main things in that episode. Mm -hmm. And other th there was other things, too, like uh, parties. Democratic, Republican, Independent. Don't matter what you are. Don't care. But those also separate us, too. It's by... If you're Democrat, they believe one way. Republicans believe another. If you vote this way, you, you're horrible. If you don't vote this way, you're horrible. It's just everything in the political spectrum is there to divide us, even as Christians and as Americans. And it's it's not right. And again, CRT is part of it. It's politically ran. It's not some dude that sat at home and goes, huh, this makes sense, and put it in a book and gave it to the school board to, to, to start teaching. Last time I checked, my kids go to school, and if they ever come and say, hey, we're going to teach your kids CRT, I'd pull my kids out of school. I'm going to teach them two things. One, the word of God that teaches us to love each other, not to separate us by color or anything, because God doesn't see color. 
He sees us as his perfect children that he created. You're, Love and worship you're, you're wrong. What? God does see color. <sighs> How I mean is in a racial uh, aspect. Oh, no, no, no. He sees that too. No, when I say racial, I mean how they treat like uh, whites did back in the, in the slave times. Oh, he saw that too. You're, okay, you're not getting what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. When I say color, he, they don't – oh, Brandon, you know what I meant, sir. <laughs> when I say he doesn't see color, I don't mean he doesn't see a black person as uh, uh, a slave that needs to go pick cotton kind of thing. He doesn't see that. He doesn't see a white person as owning a black person to go pick cotton. He doesn't see an Asian person to go lay railroad tracks, okay? That's all stereotypical that politics gave. And technically history, too, which has been – it's over now. It's history. That's why it's called history because it's in the past. It's no longer the present, and it's no longer the future. All right? So we need to focus more on God and less on this that divides but, us. But even we can politicize history because it has the word his in it. Just saying. Oh. Them story. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's my rant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the mic go on this one. Y'all can move. Or let Tim go. I don't know if he has any politics. Again, like I, I, I don't do politics, so. Okay. Well, I could talk all day, and Brandon knows that about this. So, when it comes to faith, we I'll have just to, let y'all have it out. We we have to remember <laughs> that our faith is something that has to hold us together, not the politics that come within. Now, I do want to transition to my other political podcast um, with Miss Pam Stevens from TikTok. Uh, she is a black conservative, uh, much like myself. Which she was amazing. Let us know this one. Yeah, from and, Texas, and she is from Texas, but Ooh. she is actually from Kenosha. Oh, yeah, I know that she is originally from Kenosha, um, and she she basically laid the groundwork for. And she's much older than I, and and I say that with all due respect. Um, but she laid the groundwork for how we should basically act as people, not even as Christians, but as people. All right, um, and if you take a look at her story. Versus my story, there's not there's not much difference to it. Right. You know, I deal with the same stuff she deals with because I believe that everybody should be treated equally, I agree. and there should not be a racial divide. Period. So, um, robot. <laughs> Here we go again, politics, gentlemen. This is one of my favorites, as we <laughs> all know. <laughs> one of these days, maybe uh, Brandon might realize that politics and me shouldn't. Coins but we do. Um, no, uh, see, season seven, episode ten with Pam Stevens. It's called "Keeping Your Faith: Aimed Hatred and Division." That word is a mid. Oh, I thought it was aimed. Wow, I need to go back to school. That's probably <laughs> L for loser, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one that's uh, never mind. No, just no rem- comment. Just remember, people who started the the Reformation. But anyways, <laughs> we're not going there. Anyways. A bunch of smart white people. (laughs) (laughs) His name was Martin Luther. A smart white man. (laughs) German. But anyways, um, no, uh, on that episode, uh, Miss Pam talks about a lot of things. She talks about how, you know, she's, uh, I think she said she had five kids, right? Yes. Yeah, five kids. Uh, I think her youngest, like in her 20s, I think it was. Uh, she said that Brandy could be her own child, actually. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it, it was a good episode. Uh, I listened to it, uh, not expecting it to be so long. Uh, when I hit play, I was sitting there just listening. Thinking, oh, it was like a 40-minute video or something, or uh, a podcast. But no, it was like an hour and 40 minutes. But it's all right, though. I still listened to it. It was a good one. <laughs> um, but uh, what I noticed most is that she, she she brings a lot of good points, especially being a, a African-American female uh 
that she is supposed to be this way or this way or she's supposed to be oppressed because she's black and she's actually doing amazing for herself. She's, uh, I believe, a realtor. A property manager. Yeah, property manager for the past 20-something years. So that means she's not you know, living in poverty. She's not living in the ghetto. She has proven that CRT, like our last talk we just talked about, does not exist. And that uh, the political parties is another thing she brought up is that, because uh, I think you asked her some questions, that how uh, if someone voted a one way, how would they be treated? And she even stated that, you know, the political parties shouldn't divide us either. And that most of the people that do vote that way, like let's say for instance, an African American votes Republican, he's considered an uncle Tom or, you know, he shouldn't vote that way. He should vote Democrat because that's the best party. That's what, you know, has been there for us. You know, African Americans is da 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 X, Y, Z. And she proved that that's not true. That's just, again, a political bias that people put in our heads and that's what people want to believe, and it shouldn't be that way. And again, I also believe that's another thing of Satan stepping in and interfering between us Christians. He's trying to divide us, and I don't believe that should be a thing. But it, it's, I can't stop him. He's Satan. Look at Job. He was able to walk freely between heaven and the earthly realm. You know, look what he did to Job. He took everything from him, his wife and everything, right? No. Well, yeah. not his wife, not his wife. He took everything but his wife. He, he gave him swords and everything. I apologize. I rephrased. <clears throat> but what I'm saying, though, is that Satan is able to interfere that much you don't think he can't do it in today's society? And here's the thing. Job was only able to do what he did with God's permission. That's correct. So, but um, he also still loved, worshiped, and praised, and had faith that God will still redeem him. Right. And we can sit here and talk about politics and faith and all the hatred that goes on. But let's, I mean, the original fall is what brought all this crap here. Excuse my language. You know, that's why we're dealing with all of this now. But what I can tell you is if our faith is rooted in the life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we will have struggles until he calls us home. Mic drop. That's it. One of the things I put in my notes is that uh, political parties should not divide us as Christians. Uh, America was founded with religion in the forefront. Now it's in the back, almost forgotten. Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Most definitely. Tim, any comments? Some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like Robert just said, uh, you know, America just put everything on the back burner, including religion, you know. So I agree with that. Yeah. Now, let's talk about faith in music. And the crickets go. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you to continue. Did you listen to that episode? No. Shame on you. The only listen, the only music I listen to is 106.3 Caleb Christian. Oh my goodness, I did an episode on faith and music. <laughs> I know, I, and I listen to that station because I like to keep my faith in God. I like to praise and love God every time I go to work. Even when I get home, I still play you know that kind of music, especially for my my little one, Haley, my little seven month old baby. Which so. Let me say this. Go ahead. All right. So the reason why I did one on faith and music is uh, I went through a period where I had a significant other. Um, we would go to church and then get in a car and she would put on Nicki Minaj or 93.3. Um, what's the other one? Cardi B. Cardi B. You know, s- stuff like that. And it's it's like, okay. Wow. Wow. Um <sighs> Worship and praise, people. Worship and praise. Is that what you're going with? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Good comeback. Good save. Good save. Thank you. <laughs> oh, 
question his salvation now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so no. Now what what means? <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Moving on. Uh, so no, uh, the type of music we listen to can affect our faith. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I used to listen to that stuff back in the day. You know, I used to look. I was a huge Little Wayne. Uh, I'm gonna say it right, Little Wayne fan. Little Wayne. Little. Okay. Lil. From I New Orleans. Was a, I was a huge Lil Wayne fan. We're from New Orleans. Back in the day. <laughs> from and, Orleans Parish. All right, can you shut up? Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Burn. No. Um, but at the age of 16, when I started getting serious about my faith, I realized that listening to Lil Wayne was not the best thing um, for my faith. It was not the best thing for me to listen to while I'm trying to grow if you will, in my faith in God. So I had to let some things go. I had to let that type of music go. I had to let, you know, some of the, I listen to R&B still, but I had to be selective on what type of R&B I listened to because it was affecting my faith. And I had to be cautious of that. Um, and, and that was the, the point of that episode was to, you know, if you're going to worship God, you're going to worship God. Right. Plain and simple. You're not going to, Worship the devil at the same time. You can pour the drink, Emily. It's okay. Okay. Um, actually, I'll take the rest. Um, but anyway, so since you people didn't listen to Faith in Music, I dare you. Uh, I mean, I agree. I agree saying that, you know, what you listen to will affect your heart. If you listen to rap music, you know, you're going to have a rap spirit. A rap spirit? Yeah. If you listen to rock, you're going to have a rock spirit. Hey, that's that's a unique take on it. I ain't going to lie. You almost made me spill my Dr. Pepper just now. I almost had to come through my nose. Look, look. That's Gen Z for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Wow. Wow. I know. Doozy. Um, wow. Now, let's talk about a faith that sticks. As a matter of fact, what, what episode did you listen to that we didn't talk about? Hmm. That's a good one. Let's see. Oh, that I did not or did listen to? Did. Oh, and that we should talk about? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I got two, actually. I don't know which one you prefer. I'll, I'll give you both of them. It was 7-11 or 7-9. We'll save 7-9. All right. So 7-11 is with Kendra Crump. Miss Kendra, if you're listening, mm-hmm. how you been? Um, this one was hers. Uh, I, I didn't get the title of it. I think it was just Faith and Encouragement. I don't remember yeah, the title. Yeah, Faith of it. and Encouragement. Um, but she she's unique. She's an upcoming podcaster also. Uh, she's trying to also do comedy, stand-up comedy, which she is funny. I ain't going to lie. She is a funny girl. Um, so her story was kind of hilarious. Uh, if you all listen to it, go ahead and listen to it. I'll just give you a hint. Boom, boom, boom. FBI, open up. You're going to love it. Just listen to the podcast and you'll know what that reference is. But anyways, <clears throat> one of the things she put in there that she, – because she talked about praying, a lot of praying, that she feels that God doesn't answer her prayers. And one thing she stated is she said that God puts her on D&D, which is do not disturb. She, that's what she feels, that God puts her on do not disturb. And I put in here, not true. God never puts us on do not disturb. He doesn't put himself on do not disturb. How it works is that – 
whenever we pray and ask for certain things, just like she stated in her, uh, the podcast with you is that she prays for things like, Oh Lord, help me get through this. You know? And she feels like it doesn't get answered that he's right. just on D and D or he's just on do not disturb. He's on away, you know, offline, you know, <laughs> and how I put it is it's not in, uh, our time it's in his. And the best thing is Psalms one thirty five or Colossians four, two and, Colossians 4 2 says, Be patient, it will happen in my, which is God's timing. Obey me, be faithful in prayer. Exactly what it means. Um, but she, I guess, looks at it as that it should answer right now. But as I just stated, that well, not me, but as the word stated, and as God has taught us, that it's not in our timing. Never has been, never will be. It's in his timing. You might not like his timing, but trust me, his timing is there's a reason behind it. And one of those things, like I said, that irked me, she said that she felt like God is on D and D. And I'm like, that's not true. It just isn't his time. But I hope she's listening, yeah. not trying to put you down, Miss Kendra, but I'm just saying, it, 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 your prayers will be answered, guaranteed. He's going to answer them. You might not like the answer, as Brandon told me a long time ago. You might not like the answer, because I, I once told him, it was me looking for a job one time, I'm like, I hope I get this, I'm praying. He's like, you might not like the answer. Yeah. But it's right, you might not like the answer, but it will happen. I always so, say that, you know, um, like you just said, it's God's timing, not ours. Mm-hmm. You know, it could happen tomorrow or it could happen like 10 years from now. Exactly. You know, so that's what I always think. And, you know, that stick with me. And also another scripture is be still and know that I'm God. So you just got to be still in your storm that you're, you know, facing and, you know, don't think that God's on D and D. Yeah. Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> D&D, man. Do dun, not dun, 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 <laughs> One of the things that I, I, I asked her, you know, is your faith a microwave faith? Mm. Or, or is it a bag of popcorn? Or is it, and do not laugh when I make this reference, is your faith like a watermelon that takes time to grow? Okay, well, that's okay. funny. Talking about something I like to eat too. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. I don't want to get sent home uh, for making a watermelon reference. Anyway, um, it's watermelon, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon to keep me clean. But, but but seriously, is your faith a microwave faith where it just it's instant, mm-hmm. or are you going to allow God and the Holy Spirit to do what it needs to do to cultivate your faith or you into who you are supposed to be? Right. And, you know, she, she said, like, something like praying for when is God going to send her a good man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I told her something about maturity and uh, something about. You also brought about your ex. You know, that too. And, and about, you know, you, you're praying for something that God will honor, but he doesn't see that you need it at this point or you're ready right. for it. Right. Okay. Um, That's nothing too. She brought up. And when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, Brandon, say it. Brandon, say it. Please say it. And you didn't. Because you taught me this with an ex of mine. I'm not mentioning names. We don't mention names on podcasts, but it was an ex of mine. And she was talking about in the podcast with you. She said that she had quite a few exes in the past with just that she would they would use her. And she didn't like that. And she's like, you know, she'd date them and then they'd just use her in bed and then that's it and move on. And you're like, well, yeah, because they weren't meant to be. And like you just stated that God will send you one. I was waiting for you to say it because you're not equally yoked. Ah, yeah. That would have been a perfect saying. Yeah. Well, you just said it, so. Well, I'm saying for that podcast at right, the moment right, in time. I got you. Well, and it's funny because that episode is unique because 
it turned into an encouragement session. It was at the end. I noticed that, um, you know, it, to where I was encouraging her to continue on in her faith. And mm-hmm. again, as Christians, that's what we're called to do. Right. Uh, I have this uh, this person I know always says that no one has ever been called to walk alone in his or her own faith. We walk together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that was me, Tim. You don't have to look around. It was, it was me. I was trying to figure out who was. It's on the wall over there written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing about the D&D, right, um, is that whenever you're in your, like, own season of downtime, you know, you're just – one of the pastors that uh, I was going to church with is uh, Pastor Packy from My Bible Blue, Assemblies of God. He said that you got to stretch out like a, a rubber band whenever you're in your down seasons. And what it means is that whenever you're down, you're going to stretch yourself to learn, learn what God's uh, pulling into you and also what he's pulling out of you. So, amen, amen. So if you got a wristband on, you just twirl it around, stretch it. And that's what God's going to do to you. Mm. So hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. What's the other one? You, what's the one you listened to, Tim, that you liked? Michael Sherman. Oh, that, that was I was getting ready for that one. Let, let's That's get it. That's my boy. That's my boy. Mike, if you're listening, we give you another shout out. That's uh, my boy. Robert also knows Mike Sherman. So. Yes, I do. I was surprised when you told me you interviewed him, actually, and did a, a podcast. I could not believe it. I yeah. was lost. I, I can't say lost. I was very blown away by his testimony because yeah. as me and you both know we've dealt with him personally working as uh ceos for lafouche parish and him being a former inmate up there it's just wow yeah i, I really I, turned his it, life around yeah. exactly you i was gonna say it, but I was, I was gonna let us continue the story before we moved <laughs> yeah. on so the, the basis of and i called it the michael sheremy testimony right but the subtitle is a deep-seated faith and basically listening to his story there's this one verse in the Bible that says, train a child in the way they should be trained, which is in the word of God, and they will never depart from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in a Christian household, a typical Christian household. Okay. So he was taught how to have faith. Um, he also was taught what the Bible says, but he said something that was very key. He did not have that personal relationship with God. Right. He lost his way when his parents divorced and then everything went haywire. But because he was taught those essentials later on in life, they were instilled in him. It grew. It blossomed. I believe he also said uh, in one of the, I I believe he said it, if not. um, Paraphrasing. Yeah. Paraphrasing is that he said that God leaves the 99 to find the one every time. Right. Mm -hmm. And whenever he's going through that that. struggle, he did did say that. Okay. So. That means um, he watched it. <laughs> um, so whenever, you know, he was going through that addiction, going through all the, you know, sexual immoralities that he was going through, God left 99 to find him in that one spot. You know, we take 99 steps. We just, or God takes 99 steps. We just got to take that one step. So yeah, I like how. I almost did that backwards, but good catch. Yeah, yeah. I had to rephrase myself. But <laughs> like. Knowing Mike is just amazing. And I, like, I, I got to admit, he, he's been a blessing to me f- uh, for the past, what, eight months. You know, yeah. whenever Tim was like, yeah, you know, Michael Sherman. I'm like, 
Michael, who? <laughs> <laughs> I know him. <laughs> and, and it's not the good way. You know, uh, and and I shared on the episode that you know uh, I was dealing with him. He came in, uh, I think he was high or drunk. I can't remember exactly what it was. And this dude called me every name in the book. And by God's providence and grace, I was in a great mood, and I laughed at him. I just laughed, like I didn't. I'm like, okay, all right, Michael, cool. I got four. Yeah, I got four eyes. I took somebody's Coke bottles and made glasses out of them. So what? You know, uh, but. Seeing him a couple years later and, you know, his interaction with his kid and and how he's trying to bring his kid up in the church as well. It's like, OK, if God can use a person like Michael Sheremy and turn him around and actually use him for his glory, there yeah. is no limit yeah. to what God can do in your life if you have that faith. But it's also about behind closed doors what people don't see, like what the public don't see, you know, mm-hmm. like Mike's involved in so many things that the public eye doesn't see. That's true. And, that's absolutely you know, true. and that's, I mean, he gives God the glory to everything that he does. So as he should, and as right. we all should. Right. Oh, me, sir. Yeah. yeah I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's all right. You can still spotlight this time, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, Michael Sheremay Jr., if you're listening, buddy, uh, you might you might remember me, might not. You, again, like Brandon said, you came into that facility a lot of times either high on uh, uh, a narcotic. Was, he was more mostly high. He didn't yeah. really do the alcohol. No, uh, you were mainly high on narcotic or you were aggravated the world because of a DV incident. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, buddy, I, <laughs> I remember one time you came in. Uh, I forgot the deputy that brought you in, but you came in. They set you on the bench. I walked up. I was the intake CO, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Mike, you're back!" And you just started cursing me, saying, "F this, f that." You know, I could take these cuffs off. We gonna f and fight. Blah 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 blah. I kept going. I was like, "Mike, listen. I know you're having a rough day. I know you know the system. You've been here enough. You know how it's gonna work. Just calm down. It's gonna be all right. I don't want to put you in the hole. I don't want to do this. You know, just make things man. You know, good man. You're gonna be all right." And you're like, man, F, you just kept going off. And I finally got to calm you down. We patted you down, did the whole sh- you know, shenanigans to get you in. And you were calm. And after, I think, like four or five hours, you, you I think you did apologize to me. Um, but, yeah, you, you were one of those uh, uh, people I dealt with that I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> your testimony that you gave with Brandon uh, was, wow, amazing. That I, I never knew your backstory. You really didn't tell us your backstory when you were in the facility. Mm-hmm. You, you just basically said, I'm having a rough patch. That's all you kept telling us. I'm having a rough patch. It's going to get better. Trust me. When I get out of here, I'm never coming back. Those were his magical words. I'm never coming back. And the last time it stuck. Yeah. Um, but the, the few times that it didn't stick, though, I see you walk back. I'm like, <laughs> welcome back, Mike. Man, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, anyways. Not down the by accident. <laughs> but no, no, jokes aside, Mike, uh, I'm proud of you. I really am. Uh, from from seeing from the, the side that majority of the, I guess, the, the world did not see that we saw, me and Brandon, we are very proud of you. Um, the side that you haven't spoke of until you gave that podcast testimony. Uh, I am very proud of you more personally now that I never knew that, you know, your parents divorced because again, you didn't share this information. 
I didn't know the addiction was that bad when it came to uh, over the pill or not over the uh, over the counter, but it was actually prescription medication. Uh, I knew you did take stuff, but I didn't know that the amount and how far it went and how depth deep it went. When you had those moments of you know depression, despair, you just popped them like you know candy. I like the sound effects. Uh, you're welcome. One of these days, I'm gonna buy you a little. What's it called? A little sound effect machine thing. You just hit it. <laughs> but uh, until then, you know, because CRT says different. But anyways, <laughs> I'm joking. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, when it came to that, like I said, and also the DV, you know, the, the false reports, I guess I'd say that were against you and still put you in jail. It, it's just those things that, and then how you still, even though you say that you, I can't say lost God or anything like that, but what how I put it in my notes because it's true is that uh, you change and you're proof that we cannot run our lives ourselves. It's physically right. impossible. Right. We we can't. And there's a lot of songs out there say like, uh, I forgot who it was, but she's a famous singer. It's Jesus take the wheel. I forgot the Carrie artist. Kelly Clarkson. Whoa. Is it Carrie or Kelly gentlemen? That's Carrie Underwood. It's Carrie Underwood. You're right. It is. I know ah, my girl. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. So Jesus, take the wheel. And, and from my perspective on that is that we got to let him lead our life. We got to let him take over our travels because we can't run our life. It's not possible. We think we can. We truly think we can in our heads. But as we are straight testimonial witnesses of our own lives, we can't. As soon as we say, you know, God, I've tried. I've screwed it up. I can't do this. Here are the reins. You take over and you let him lead your life. You just, you know, you still live your life the way that you should, but not the way you thought you could. And then could. you hop back up on a sled and you push God off and you take over again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that. The same CRT. <laughs> Bro. Uh, but anyways, and that <laughs> all of it is basically, I guess, his testimony of how that in faith, as long as you keep faith with God, that your life will change. Guaranteed 1,000%. If you had the faith, the love, the compassion, and the time, and again, you give him your life. Your faith will, your your life will change. And Michael Sheremy is one of those testimonies that, like I said, blew me out of the water. Like literally, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. From his stories that he told you that I never heard of to what I dealt with him in the facility to knowing that what God has done to him and how it's changed him is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I want to cry because I'm I'm proud of the man. I really am. Emily, get the box of Kleenex for this <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of him because he was one. I can't say I. I had it in the back of my head, but he was the one guy that when I saw him in the facility a lot that I I believe that he might not ever change his ways. Because I hate to say it, Brandon, you can agree with me, that there was a lot of those people that went through that facility that were like, you're going to continue here. There's no other life for you. Not trying to say in a bad way, but that's the life they chose. And that's the life they're going to stick to is in and out of the facility, nonstop. And that's, okay, so that's one of the things that I, that was one of my strengths with, with people. Uh, when they come into the facility and, you know, um, I don't want to drop a name, but Terrence Vicks. Okay. I won't drop a name. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I did it. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> what? No, but but seriously, what is what, the one thing he always said? Oh, let's see. There's a lot of things he said. Let me see if when, I can choose when, exactly. when it comes to When it comes to his faith, what is the one thing he always said? Oh, that he believes in God? That he's going to heaven? Okay. I called him out on it. Okay, and and I and I said, Terrence, if you believe in God so much, the amount of stuff, and and I mean stuff very strongly because it's crap that comes out of his mouth, mm. the amount of stuff that comes out of your mouth, and the amount of hatred you put toward other people and the CEOs here, do you worship God with those lips? Mm. Man, Queen, you know, man, I'm just I'm just mad. I'm in a bad mood. Oh, I'm in a bad mood. You don't see me 
calling everybody their mama names, do you? <laughs> I'm in a bad mood because I had to come to work today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, in, I'm in a bad mood because I got to deal with you today. I, I wanted to go work trustee. Oh, yeah. wait, you are a trustee. You shouldn't be, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And I did it to a lot of inmates. You know, if, if you say you believe in God, you got my attention because I want to know. Ex- I want to see that at work in this jail. You are now a prisoner physically, if you will. I want to see if you're going to be a prisoner mentally. And if your faith is going to see you through what you consider the worst time in your life. Hmm. Okay. But if you sit there and you constantly get in trouble at the jail, you constantly torment people, you constantly do this. I'm going to question your faith. Right. Are you really a follower of Christ? Right. Because if you're, if you claim you are, you might want to start representing us in a better way. Or I hate to say it, step aside and, you know, let God work through you before you start telling people you're a Christian because we already got a bad name. We don't need you adding to it, you know, <laughs> not not to be mean or anything. Instead I mean, of hanging a red cloth in the back pocket, maybe a white cloth. <laughs> something. Something. Hang some nails in the back or something. <laughs> <laughs> Represent JC. But what's the, what's the other uh, podcast episode you, you want to uh, hit on, Robert? Well, that one was one of them. And I think the other one I did like, too, was Faith That Sticks. That was yeah. another one I did like, too. Yeah. So that one, uh, that was with a Baptist uh those people, you got to watch them. <laughs> but, I'm sweating uh, already. <laughs> no, but uh, <clears throat> let's see. I'm trying to see. It was seven seven episode seven. Yeah, seven, it was. Seven. It was. Thank you, Joshua Smith. Yeah, but uh, Joshua, he's a unique guy. You know, he he is a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we were talking about the mustard seed faith and how that grows over time. Okay, and how. You know, we're supposed to hold on to that faith. And how does that faith stick to our troubles, whatever? Uh, so, Robert, what's your take on uh, that episode? The Faith That Sticks episode was pretty good. Uh, he, he brought up some good points, a few things that he brought up that I, I that we should push home to the viewers that uh, listen to our podcast and your normal podcast, is that be part of a local church. He did bring that up a lot. Definitely. Um, if you aren't part of the local church to actually, you know, worship and love God as a group, what's the point like you should you should you need to, i i had this argument with brandon a while back about he's like do you think you should go to church <laughs> i told him i was like it's just a building <laughs> but he brought up good points of why we should because it keeps our faith strong and there's the that. big word our faith it keeps our faith strong in god um and so i i do agree that you know have, being being part of a local church does help because if you don't know oh, what's that look for so why you don't go to church robert <laughs> i'm trying to find a home home church you have a home church uh, yeah, you're right. Um, they do miss me there. I know what church you're talking about. Um, ever since an incident that occurred, I haven't been there. That's the one thing I'm just scared to go back. And, and as Christians, we should not they to judge. They are waiting to love on you, and you I, won't I'm, let them. I'm aware. I'm excuses aware. or excuses. I'm I know. <laughs> I got I got more excuses than the 66 books in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I, I, I do need to go back. Um, another thing is we need to move to our distance. Uh, distance shouldn't matter to go to church, truthfully. But I just do feel like too I live There's too far. Um, same pastor. Anyways, not same the same building. people. Barrel Street. Just not, saying. Just saying. Not you know. the same people. <laughs> They're Christian, aren't they? That you're right, but not okay, the same right, people done, I worshipped with at that other church. I'm done. You, you okay? Continue. I'm all sorry. right. I apologize. Maybe I might open up my own. Give a man the break. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, and then the other thing I noticed too that he stated in his uh, whoa, 
<laughs> I dropped the mic. Literally. <laughs> All right, stick. <laughs> now, the other thing I noticed in that podcast, too, that I took a note on is that uh, we should always remember our sin, but always praise and love God. And when he says remember our sin, he means our original sin from what started us to what the point we are now. And I'm sorry I cried to chop the table. Chill, <laughs> chop. All right. Um, Tim. What, I what got a, was, well, I got, yeah, what's what his favorite? Ask him. Well, hold on. Hold on. I got a question for Tim. Ooh. Yeah. What makes your faith stick? Is it glue? Duct tape? Gorilla glue. Oh. I heard that. It's supposed to work. Amazing wonders right there. Hey. Keep that toupee on. <laughs> I heard so I could sue him. I heard it's great shampoo. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, okay. Seriously, what what makes your faith stick, Tim? We're gonna get sued by gorilla. <laughs> Can we stick to the topic? <laughs> We're trying to stick. Yeah, I'm trying to stick to the topic. <laughs> oh, your your, your listeners what are gonna love this episode. What makes my faith stick? Um, having a conversation or like connection with god that's yeah. what i'm trying to yeah no, trying to say I, I totally get it right so having a kind of connection with god and having uh my peers right my inner circle that you know follows god that could if i'm dealing with something i could go to them if they are dealing with something they could go to me or you know we just have that little circle and that's how we stick together. So, something I'm going to actually add to what you're saying is something that actually makes your your faith stick and actually makes it visible. Um, obviously, God does this for his glory, but your fiance, you know, the fact yeah. that she she stays on you. Yeah. And the stuff that y'all do together, I can literally see God in the center of your relationship. She right. sticks to you. Yeah. You know, uh, she sticks by you because, look, sometimes, Tim. I, I, wonder, I, I know, I know, Brandon. Oh, during the summer, she probably sticks to you. <laughs> I'm kidding, uh, buddy. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, we love you, Tim. But th- there's one thing I always say about a relationship. God is always the foundation. He's the found. I say more than that. He is the foundation. He's the support, and he's the covering. Right. If you, if he's not those three things, then what do you have? You have nothing. You have a promiscuous relationship where y'all just sleep around, do whatever. And there's not equally no, yoked. there's no foundation and you're not equally yoked. Right. You know? So when we talk about a faith that sticks, um, I don't just want to make a, a joke just to say it's like Legos or it's like, you know, stick people or you just put them together and they stick or whatever. We are literally the bride of Christ. Right. You know, we're made again in the Imago day. We're made in that image to stick to what God has called us to be created as. Right. Um, and our faith is just more than just, you know, and I'm not knocking you, but it's more than just a connection. It's more than just uh, a relationship with each other. It's a relationship or uh, lateral between us and God. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, what other episode did you like, sir? Faith through vision. Ooh. With Kevin and uh, Shiaki Brooks. Yeah, the lady that got the bakery, she's the reason I gained all that weight. Dang. I wanted to listen to that too because I know Kevin Brooks personally. Okay. It was good. <laughs> Don't get mad because he listened to it. So, yeah, so, hey. so, no, I actually was inside of the room 
He I was, was in the room when it happened. He was the sloth on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he was the fly on the wall listening. Pretty to much. Him. Pretty much. Giving him drinks. Here you go, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, <laughs> what, did you, what did you like about that episode there, sir? They've been married for 21 years, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, their structure on how they do things is, I find that was so amazing. You know, how they went through all their things that they went through and they're still, you know, have that connection with, you know, God and also with, uh, you know, spouses. Right. So what I like. So uh, Kevin and Shiaki are and and this is another stab at CRT. And I think you're going to agree with me, Robert, since you didn't listen to the episode, but you're going to agree with this. Kevin and Shiaki are a black couple. Okay, and they've been married for 20, 20 plus years. The one thing that's kept them together is their faith. Right now, here's the kicker: they are different part, or different levels in their faith, or different um, steps in their faith. But their faith together works in tandem with their faith together as a couple in God. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you take when I talk to Kevin, um about certain things. I can't talk to Shiaki about those things. Or I talk to Shiaki about certain things faith-wise I can't talk to Kevin about. But in tandem, working together, if you will, they both can give the same advice, but just from different perspectives. And, uh, you know, they talked about their vision of the bakery and what they, you know, what they were trying to do. But even their vision on family and how their family operates is just amazing. I mean, Kevin grew up in... A household where his dad was a pastor, right? Um, and his dad literally died. Yeah, I remember. He, you know, preaching the gospel, praying for someone. You know, I, look, I want to be a preacher one day, and I probably shouldn't ask for this, but that's how I want to go: praying for somebody or preaching the word. Like, I, I would not mind dying in the pulpit. You know, they open your book. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and I'm serious because we we're doing what we're supposed to do. Matthew 28, 29. Right. You know, preaching the gospel. Right. Bringing it to our I'll backyards and, and beyond. You know, th- that's what we're supposed to do. Um, but their vision overall is God, their foundation in God, their faith in God. That's their overall vision. That is the thing that drives everything else that they do. Mm hmm. Um, and and if anybody knows Deputy Kevin Brooks and Corey Brooks, his brother, they know that those two men are at different spots in their life. Yep. But when you take a look at them and if you get down to the nitty gritty, it's all about faith. It's all about trusting in God. And, and you know, Kevin was talking about, you know, he said you can't dip your toe in it. You got to just get in there and take a bath. You got to dive. Yeah. You got to dive yeah. on in that. And he is absolutely right. right. You can't just dip. Your, oh, I'm, I think I'm going to try fake today. Ah, uh, no, nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going I'm to go, I'm going to go smoke some marijuana first. All right. I'm going to go dip my toe in it tomorrow. No, I'm going to go hit some heroin the next day. No, if you're in it, you got to stay in it. All right. That, that's plain and simple. Right. Any takes. And I also like how they, uh, like for the vision for the bakery, how they said that they on their pillars is that they have scriptures on really? the borderline of their uh Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like alone, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I like that and again, like their connection with you know God and, you know, with themselves. Again, like you just said, that they have different relations, um, 
and at different seasons with God. So, yeah. Now, one I want to bring up um, is uh, episode number six. That was the domestic abuse mm. in faith, and Robert shaking his head. So I'm pretty sure he's got something on that one. I did not listen to that one. So, unfortunately. so no, it's fine. It's it's good. So Noble uh, obviously is Coach Noble. Yeah. Uh, she's from. I, I I didn't get that part. Where is she from again? Uh, I'm gonna get it wrong if I say it. So let me look at my notes. I know she's from Africa. I, I'll say that much. She's not. Um, no, she's not American. She she is an American, but well, she's yeah, not. She's, she's not born here. Yeah. And she was brought here on what she thought was was solid Christian based, a solid Christian based marriage. And it turned out to be a domestic abuse marriage that ultimately led her to divorce. Which good for her. But the fact that she kept her faith through the entire ordeal is what drew me to her, her story. All right. Again, my whole reasoning for the faith series was practical faith. And her, she literally lived put it. her faith to practice and lived it out mm-hmm. as best as she could to the glory of God. Um, so, Robert, wh- what are your notes on that? Uh, in, in regards to that episode, it's Miss, right? Yeah, yeah. Miss Noble. Yeah, Miss Noble. Uh, her story is remarkable. She uh, There was parts of that story that kind of brings you to thought, like, wow, there's stuff like that in this world, really. And, yeah, as a former law enforcement officer, and Brandon can contest that we do see that a lot, DVs. Like, and there's some good ones. When I say good, I mean, like, situations are good. Then you see situations that are bad where they usually end up dead or someone's going to probably die. And, Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Ms. Noble's situation, she got to that in her head that she was going to die. In her head, he was going to kill her. Yeah. Like or, she, or she took her own life. Yeah. She said that in the, the podcast, if you haven't listened to it. If you if y'all haven't, go listen to it. It's season seven, season seven, episode six. Um, but it's, it's, it's very heart wrenching it really is to me it's a heart-wrenching story that she tells because you you feel for her um me again because of the law enforcement side of me it i can feel for her pain and but when it comes to the christian side of me i see that her faith like like brandon said she stuck through it even though she did get a divorce but she did struck uh, struck wow da, 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 da. <laughs> she stuck through it and had her faith in god that he will lead her out of it and that's 100% because if you keep your faith in God, he will bring you out of any turmoil that you're not meant to be in, that he did not design for you. That is not for your life. If you keep that faith, in, you might think in the back of your head, kind of like Miss uh, 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 no, Kendra. Oh, Kendra. Okay. Miss Kendra stated that she thinks, you know, he was on D&D. God put her on D&D. Miss Noble, no. It's a proven point right here that he's not on D&D. He is listening. Trust me, he is. But it's going to be in his time. Yeah, it took Miss Noble a while for hers to finally end, but it did end. And now she's in a better place. But she kept the faith. She could have stopped and said, you know what, God, you're not there. You're not listening. You don't believe me. And took in her life. And that would have been the end of Miss Noble. Yeah, but evidently it's not because mm-hmm. God's got other plans for her. You know, and and so testify her t- uh, testimony. Yeah, so she and, and Robert could also tell you this too. Uh, when I was on patrol, I love to work in domestic violence cases. Not to say that I wanted to get in people's business or I enjoyed watching women get beat up. That that was not the case. No, that men too. That uh, could or, be victims. Yeah, or men too. Um, I liked working domestics because I, you know, I found for me that was the best way that I could at least show the gospel. 
right. or share the gospel. Right. You know, uh, I remember this this one lady down the bayou, uh, you know, and, and and if anybody knows South Louisiana or the South, if you will, it's heavily Catholic, especially in Louisiana. Was it down the bayou? And this lady, Michael she, Shirley, she, she, was, she was beat up um, by her husband, and this has happened multiple times. And and I was, I think I was like maybe six months in uh, to being cut loose uh, from FTO, field training officer. And I get there, and I'm talking to her, and she's sitting in the corner. Now, we have her, her husband in handcuffs in the back of my, my squad car. And she's sitting in the corner just crying, and her kids are like around her. And she's afraid to come out of that corner. She was afraid of me. She was afraid of men at this point. And I got down on one knee. I said, ma'am, what's wrong? And we start talking. And I get her side of the story. And and I, I'm not one to say, oh, divorce him. Oh, break up with him. Right. Because marriage is it's a sacred thing. And it's something that God puts together. And I think this is the first time I actually recommended divorce. And she's like, well, can't divorce him you know the catholic church this and the catholic church that and i said stop if your husband cannot respect you as a woman he does not deserve to be married to you period that's mankind's side yes you know but no like read the book of leviticus for goodness sake it's it's mixed up in all of the law if you will now we're christian we don't have to look or follow the the jewish law but but think about it if this man does not hold to his vows before God, he's the one that's breaking those vows. You're trying to be faithful. Now, look, God may be pulling you out of this situation. I don't know. I am not God. I am not he. Okay. But you got to think about the safety of yourself and the safety of your kids. Mm-hmm. And you have to trust God in this. And I kid you not, four years later, right before I went to juvenile, uh, I saw her at Go Bears. She's working at Go Bears. And I kind of, for- I ain't going to say forgot about her, but I kind of forgot about her. Um, and she's like, wait a minute. You're, you're Officer Queen. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I think uh, I know this person. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm he. She's like, you helped me through a rough time when I was, uh, you know. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> she's like, well, getting beat up by my husband. I'm like. Oh yeah, you know, just instantly remembered. I'm like, my goodness, how you doing? She's like, oh, I left him. (laughs) I was like, I moved out, honey. (laughs) I was like, all right. So how you doing? And she's like, she's doing so much better. She's surviving on her own. I'm up the bayou now, instead of down the bayou. No, she still, she was still (laughs) down the bayou. She never, she never left the bayou. But, uh, but no, seriously, she was doing better. She, she trusted. Hmm. She relied on her faith and she trusted God and that's the key is trusting in God and letting your faith that God puts in us do its thing amen hallelujah some good stuff what other what other episode you listen to I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) going back to the very first episode of my pocket and I'm just playing (laughs) Robert you got any others uh Step Morgan was a good one. Faith through uh, suffering. Yeah, that was a good one. Tell too. us about that one, Robert. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was actually listening to that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Season seven, episode five. Uh, Step Morgan talked about. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is listening. Step Morgan is a male. At that first when I first saw the name, I was like, "Oh, it's a female," you know. And then I listened to it, I was like, "Up, oh, that's a dude." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a dude, right? <laughs> 
Um, but no, talking about faith through uh, suffering, uh, it's almost to the point of faith through loss. The suffering and loss kind of coincide with each other. And I see how you did those two podcasts to try and show the difference between a loss and a suffering. A suffering could be something that could be temporary. Loss is permanently. So I see what you meant by that. Um, still through suffering, when we lose something th- through suffering, we still ha- curse God. Some people do. Um, what? You slamming the table. I am sorry. I'm just... I, I, I don't know. I, maybe we should do this like on a video so people <laughs> can see that. I like to use my hands a lot. <laughs> you know, you should know this already. Maybe I should like build like a table that's up here where I can just like, cha-cha-cha-cha, and you'll never hear it. I don't know. Or buy a big old foam pad. Just... T- we got oven mints. We want, <laughs> want those. I'm not five. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the suffering part is uh, back on track that we, some people still curse God during suffering, even though it's not a loss. It's just something that's going to be temporary. And the suffering could be from anything. You could suffer from, I don't know, a headache. I've had some splitting headaches where it, you're just like, Lord, either get this thing out of my head or I'm going to be seeing you soon because this is some BS. It needs to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Baloney sandwich. <laughs> Baloney. But, no, uh, one of my notes I posted. Posted. Wow, yeah. It's on a post-it. Post. <laughs> is uh, when we suffer, we usually curse all. But as Christians, we need to stay in steadfast faith. Look at Job. Yeah. The same thing. He was. He definitely suffered the most out of probably anybody on the face of the planet. Oh, let me phrase that. Except Christ. Christ suffered the worst when it came to the crucifixion and all the, the turmoil, the, 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 the temptations when he went through with the devil. But I think his crucifixion was probably the worst. But I'd say Job would be second then. Job would probably be the second. Now, I know you could probably like, well, what about, you know, I don't know. Give me another famous person that suffered probably in the Bible. Paul. Paul did, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's another person. Uh, Jonah. John. Yeah, John, Jonah, he got swallowed by a fish because yeah. they're yeah. like, you're going. He's like, I'm not going. You're going. <laughs> <laughs> that fish swallowed him up in a heartbeat. <laughs> you're going. But anyways, no, uh, I, I like to use Job as another, uh, a better example because Job suffered probably another horrible way, as I explained earlier in this podcast, that, you know, he lost a lot of things. He suffered a lot. He lost his livestock, everything, you know. But uh, you still got to have faith and steadfast and love in God that things will get better. Guaranteed, it will. And that's what Job did. And just like as uh, Step Morgan explained, as long as you had a faith in God, the suffering will end. Guaranteed. It will end. Yeah. Um, so Step lost his leg mm-hmm. uh, for the listeners. Um, so Step and I have something. We have several things in common. Uh, one, we're both Presbyterian. <laughs> uh, two, we both like uh, or love RTS, which is Reformed Theological Seminary. You're and, welcome. And three, we also both like uh, cycling. Now he does mountain biking. I'm just a road cyclist. I, I'm not doing the whole mountain biking stuff. That's that's not for me. And he lost his leg during a mountain biking accident. And one of the things he said that that stuck out to me was when he lost his leg, or when he when he was told that he was going to lose his leg, he didn't think twice about it. Like he, I got another one. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah he, he's like Lieutenant well, Diane. <laughs> he's in God's hand. You know, he is right. proud of his prosthetic leg. You know, and Tanda got new legs, and we're not making fun of you, Step. I'm not making fun of you. These people are, but uh, <laughs> but no, like, these people. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that's not like CRT, sir. Right. So, also for my listeners, um, I I just lost my job, uh, a job that I loved, dun, with, dun, dun, dun. with the sheriff's office, and God everybody. Has, God has better plans for you, sir. Right, right. But everybody that's talked to me about it, they're like, 
How are you taking it so well? Which is surprisingly because when I lost my job from law enforcement, oh, I was heartbroken. I was in suffering. Your podcast I had while I, you know, I'm not scared to say it. I'm going to say it. I went to jail, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I did. And I lost my job because I went to jail. I'm joking. I'm not clapping. And while in jail, Shame on you. Uh, like Brandon said earlier, when you <laughs> sit there, do you actually, you know, think about things? Trust me, you, that's all you have time for is to think. <laughs> There's nothing else to do besides you can count bricks on the wall, the, the, the little notches in the bricks, however you want to do it. It's up to you. You can even count how many lines there are on the ceiling. I don't care. What I'm saying is, during that time, I could have did all that. I'm not saying there was 136 bricks, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. Long story short, there was 136 <laughs> bricks. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, gentlemen, is that while you sit there, you do think about why you're there, what caused you to be there, and what can you do to better yourself, and what can God do. And yes, I did pray a lot while I was in jail. One of the big prayers was, you know, get me out of here. You know, please get me out of here. And it was in this time. I was hoping to get out there in a day. Didn't happen. I wasn't out of there in two days. Nope, not three either. Not even close to four. Almost five days. A week later, then I was finally out. But again, it wasn't in my time. That's something we also talked about. It's not in my time. He did answer my prayer. I got out, but it wasn't in my time. I wanted to be out there that same day. <laughs> nope. Not you know? today. Yeah, he was like, nope, you can sit there and think about what you did. That's basically what he was doing. He's teaching me a lesson. And I, I, I did have the suffering of loss of something, which was my job. I was like, man, I, I'm never going to get it back. I'm, I'm screwed. My life's done with. Da, 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 da. Like, what am I going to do? And I, I, I ain't going to lie. I sat there and asked him, like, what, what is your plans for me? What, what Do you see something better? Yeah, it did take a year before I finally was able to move on into a better position in life. But throughout that year, he still taught me other things. I still did work. I'll admit that. He did still provide for me, just like Brandon almost taught me. Does he not provide? As one of Brandon's favorite words, the, has he have not provideth? <laughs> Amen. But uh, I, 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 and again, I will give him glory and God, you know, love to God for what he's done for me in my life. Um, especially he has blessed me with a seven month old little girl that you are the Godfather to, and I do appreciate that. One of these days, you two need to meet her. You're gonna love you her. You are not the father. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, <laughs> we're going on Jerry Springer. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah, he has blessed me with a seven-month-old little girl that I love to death, and she is like my sparkle in my eye. She makes me realize that there's more to life than you know anything. Yeah, there's God. There is, I'll admit. But I'm just saying that he, she, <laughs> just told me last night, which is my girlfriend, that uh, she went to go cuddle with me. It was funny. She said she went to go cuddle with me, and I told her, I don't want you. I want my little girl. And she put Haley in my arms while I was sleeping, and I said, that's my baby girl, and I fell to sleep. Like, I was still asleep, but I fell more deep asleep. And it just shows that my life can move on. It just took some bad things in my life to show that. And this is my testimony, that bad things can't happen to you, but you can grow and move on from and, it. And, and I'm going to circle back to that. Um, I'm sorry, kind of no, spilled no, no, the no. beans on my no, life. You're good. Uh, so I got fired actually <clears throat> from my job, and 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 I'm not gonna get into detail because uh, it's gonna make me angry. Mm-hmm. But everybody's asking me how am I so calm, and how am I so well together? And I finally told one person, "Do you not know the God that I serve? Mm-hmm. God, mm. God gives mm. and God takes away." Mm-mm-mm. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. What is this, a Campbell's commercial? Preacher! Mm-mm, good. No, but God gives... Isn't that Quiznos? No, there's this... (laughs) Toasty. (laughs) Man, we are going to get sued by these companies. But continue. No, but but seriously, God gives and God takes away. And 
also, I gotta I gotta be the sound effects board gift for this like I also thing. I also heard that maybe God was trying to move me out of a position. And I felt you know, and I've been in law enforcement at this point for it's been six years and ten months to be exact. Just five, round up seven. In five days. Just round up to seven. But anyway. Round up to seven. Seven years. Um, seven years. The first the first year was was good of law enforcement. From year two to year five, maybe, was probably the worst time in my law enforcement career because I had everybody against me. People didn't like me. You know, I went through things that I shouldn't have went through. Um, and you blew up my phone a lot. Yeah, I did, and I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Um, you, we, that's what those Christians are for, to listen to each other and help each other and lift each other up. But the stuff that I dealt with, and, mm. and, and I'm not sitting here crying about it now. It's, you know, I'm not crying mm. over spilt milk. Peace be still. Um, hallelujah. But one of the things that somebody asked me was, all the stuff that you went through, I could not have done, and I would have been left. I would have been quit. Oh, I, I told you the same thing. I would have quit. Yeah. yeah. but I, I would have quit, too. But again. You be, put faith in God. Because my faith was in God and I have a love for people, I stuck it out. Because I felt I'm going to help someone if it's God's will. Right. And the last two years of my career, I was a juvenile detective, and I actually saw the the stuff that I did actually help people. And I felt that God had me in the best position possible. I am now able to help people. And I had people at this job that just took that away from me, and I am angry at every single one of them. However, God gives and God takes away. My faith is in him, not in that job. Mm-hmm. All right? And what's that verse that says, if God will feed the birds of the air, he will feed his children? You know, so I'm I'm good in that sense. And And I think... What I do want the listeners to take away from this is we're gonna have struggle, loss, like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna suffer, right? You know, God guaranteed us that. You know, so he even told us we're gonna suffer. And then you you said something earlier in the uh, episode that Jesus had it the worst. Mm-hmm. He did. He had the full wrath of God thrown on him and thrown at him, and he bared all of that to give us freedom and salvation. And salvation and what else to show us his love right okay so robert you going to jail yeah whatever me losing my job yeah whatever remember god is with us and our faith is what keeps us going now my one of my favorite episodes um and i get to pick whatever one i want because i'm the host i liked all of them but his favorite mm-hmm. um three days later Three days later. Peace be still. Where's my piece of steel? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Arnold's uh, in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Arnold's in the house. Yeah, hi. How are you? <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, Presbyterians sorry. are so serious, and these assemblies of God people and these Lutherans are just, ugh. He has no sense anyway. of humor, does he? Yeah. We usually don't. I love him anyway. Anyway, no, faith and sickness. Um, that was the, the, oh. the latest one that I did. My back's killing me. I'm old. And uh, that one was another person I met on TikTok. You said faith and sickness? Yes. And uh, I sent it to you. Yeah, he did. Oh, is that the one you said the last one? Yes. That's, uh, yeah. The one that you forgot to send. Yeah. No, because it didn't post yet. That's not our problem. But that's why I'm covering mm, it. Okay. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was there. I hope you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, but faith and sickness is 
you know, this 23-year-old guy that has a brain tumor mm. and currently going through it and getting radiation and stuff like that. And, you know, he talked about, mm. you know, his faith uh, in the beginning, just he just gave up. And then he realized my condition, my situation can help somebody else. And that was his reasoning for continuing on. Uh, which reminds me of Job. What did his wife? What did what did Job's wife tell him? Why don't you just curse God and oh, die? That's right. Right. And what did what was his response? Even though you slay me, I will still praise you, or I will still worship you. Depending on what version, okay. or version. Yeah, it depends on the version. So, if my sickness is. I don't know, COVID-19, for goodness sake. All right. I just got off of it. What are we to do in the midst of our sickness? Not lose faith. Not lose faith. Not lose sight of what we're here for. This world is temporary. We're all going to die. Say that one more time. We're all going to die. <laughs> Echo. <laughs> but what we do with our life and how we practically show our faith and how God gets the glory in that, that's going to help somebody that needs it the most. Mm -hmm. I agree. I do agree. You know? So, any other closing comments, my guys? <sighs> my guy. Um, yeah, I do have one question for Mr. Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. The any not any time, but lift it. Yeah, the faith and fitness. Yeah, faith and fitness. I have one question. So I work nights. Hey, I'm right? in, I'm into fitness too. Fitness whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> right, I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. Um, I do have one question. I I work nights, right? So whenever I wake up at one thirty p.m., I'm not hungry. So how do I switch? How how do I uh, ask that question, Brandon? I don't know. It's your question. You said something about. Um, I don't know. It is your question. I can't. I can't remember. Actually, I'm sorry. Thanks, Brandon. What, what are you trying to figure out? Like how to like eat differently or different times? Yeah, because I don't. Have, I don't have an appetite. Like, At one thirty in the morning or in the afternoon. Yeah, when one thirty in the afternoon. You know, you burn calories when you sleep. So when you do wake up, you should at least eat something. But it could be just a banana, a fruit, something like that. I'm serious. Okay. No, no, no. That's, no, that's serious. I, I understand. I got you. You don't need a full breakfast or something like that. Right. I understand. But like throughout the whole shift, mm -hmm. like I could go the whole shift without eating. That's a nutritional question. Then. Yeah, I can answer that. Yeah. I, I will send this question to, to Ryan and, and see what he says okay. about it. And I'll have him get back with you. Um, any other closing comments? Peace be with you. Man, that's the longest awkward we've had silent. You're going to edit that out. Oh, yes, I will. Even we're trying to get Emily to say something. Our producer. A Emily, <laughs> Emily is the lady that brings us drinks and food while right. we sit here. No, I'm kidding. That's what up? That's Tim's fiance. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on the engagement. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. No, but but listeners, I, I'm I'm being serious about faith. Have faith. Have a faith that sticks. Have a faith that is worth living for. Maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. 
just put your faith in God. I had a different mm-hmm. way of saying it, but go ahead. Well, what was your way? Mine was uh, listeners that are listening that, the, you know, keep your faith with God, but also remember the five solis. Solus. Solus. I always say solis. I can't speak in Latin. Sola gratia. I can't speak Latin. Sola fide. Sola Christus. Sola Scriptura. Gloria a Dios. And that one. <laughs> Grace alone, faith alone, Was I right? Christ alone, <laughs> God alone, and Scripture alone. Amen. So, but yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna go ahead and close this out. And uh, I think the, the the new routine is we're going to do recaps after each season. As pals? Yes. What? The pals reunited. Nice. So, so we're. Noise, Mike. Noise. Oh, you said noise. I'm like, what? what noise, like noise. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm down si, under. Si, senor. <laughs> no, si. <laughs> no, so I think, uh, I think by doing a recap after each season is something that the listeners might enjoy, and they'll let us know. Uh, they'll I definitely think they let do, me know. like a little bit of comedy, too. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, again, just give content to where people can relate, people can, you know, chime in and all that good stuff. But remember this, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Hear the word of God being proclaimed in our lives, in our faith, in our prayer lives, and, and just see God at work. And trust me, you can see God at work. If you're not looking, you ain't looking. But I got four eyes, and I can see God at work with all four of these eyes. I got four eyes, too. So I only got two. Yeah, well. But no, seriously, God is at work. God is at work in everything that we do. You have to look for it and you have to see it. So that's all I have. And that is the sign off. What? what? Rubber had something. What do you got? What what, what you want, boy? It's it's not. It's just not not for me. It's for the listeners. If they have any requests or anything or have questions for any of us, like specifically for Tim or for you or for me, they can always chime in. You give them your email address or whatever. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I yeah. Before the sign-off. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Pause the sign-off. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> if you want to reach out to us uh, here at the ear and you want to reach out to the pals, you can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash me- uh, I'm sorry, forward slash elder queen forward slash message. You can leave us a voice message and we will play it at our next uh gathering if you will or if you want to leave us a question if you um if you want to leave a question or do it different differently you can email me at earfulpodcast at gmail.com and that's e-a-r-f-u-l-l-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com you can email us there uh but no reach out to us um and if you are a spotify listener i will actually have a question and a poll posted in each of my episodes from here on out for you to engage so answer the questions and take the poll and that might be something else that we as the pals can talk about yeah so instead of doing a recap on this we could do that if yeah. you want to just for sure it's whatever for sure. whatever you want you the host whatever whatever the listeners want you know what it's whatever god wants amen all right it's all about him not amen. about brandon well let me ask him real quick hey what you want dear uh god <laughs> Uh, I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know how he would sound. What if he said anyway? Like that? When's the next know. hookout? <laughs> yeah, when's the next uh, meetup with the uh, the pals? Uh, well, we I have to prepare a whole season, so um, a couple weeks, a couple weeks. Okay. You know, and look, we might even get next together month. and just have a a, a theology throwdown. Ooh, you know, something like that. bring your best to the table, gentlemen. 
and gentle ladies. But anyway, no, seriously. He hit the um, table again. We, we are, we are, okay, we're, we, we are officially out of time. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. That is all I it's have. It's been so long. Love y'all. It's Bye. been so long. Yeah, God we love bless y'all. Amen. And that is the sign off. Peace out. Love you. You have reached the end of yet another episode from The Ear. We hope that God's word remains on the ears of the listeners. We pray that this podcast would urge you to go forth and spread his good news to the world. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. See you at the next episode. God bless you and may his glory shine upon you.